Hey guys, welcome back to Classic Sundays. I'm here with Alina and Chantel and our guest star, um, Alita. So today we watched um, Dance Girl Dance, which was Lena's pick. It's a 1940s musical romance about um, good friends Judy and Bubbles, um, who are dancers. Um, whilst Bubbles uses her good looks and sassy personality to get jobs, Judy is a dedicated ballerina and finds it more difficult to succeed in her chosen profession. So let's jump in. So it was She's my very vocal today. <laughs> she learned to gargle, so she's seething and has a lot of spit. She learned to gargle. Yeah, I can hear it. It's like, <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just like that was a new sound coming up. <laughs> but yeah, she she learned to do that. Um, ironic. I I have never learned to. Um, anyway. So the movie was my pick, and I actually liked it. I never have seen a Lucy Ball movie. I've seen, like, things here and there of I Love Lucy. Never liked it. I was never really a fan. But I thought Lucy Ball's comedic timing was perfect. I mean, the character Bubbles was perfect. Did her. you, sorry, were, did you watch Do Barry Was a Lady with Us or was that before you came on? I did. Okay, so that was Lucille Ball as well. Okay, so I did watch one Lucille Ball. Yeah, yeah but it was. I forgot time. about that one. No, no. That's what um, I was like, wait, when did you come in? No, no. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Overall, I thought the story was really cute. The dancing was great. Obviously, it was, uh, like I mentioned, Lucille Ball's comedic timing. The whole thing with um judy i thought the plot was very good and there were some parts here and there that i definitely appreciated um like i really did appreciate the nuances that were there between as the friendship between the two women because you could clearly tell they weren't really friends but they were also friends and you know all of that kind of friendship at some point in our lives where you're friends, but you're really not friends. And <laughs> the subtle at the first scene where they were doing the dance and then flirting with that one guy, what's it, the broke millionaire and the subtle jealousy that Judy had between her and bubbles when bubbles took the guy that she was interested in. I thought that, subtle jealousy was incredibly well done because that's a that's something I have not seen in movies previous to this where it's just that well done where it's like you can tell but it's not hugely obvious I don't know what do you guys think you can go first Chantel Um, I thought it was (laughs) alright I think for me this movie wasn't as memorable as some of the others that we've watched. It was definitely cool to see Lucille be in like a different role. Um, I like the, I like how they mentioned Akron, Ohio a couple times throughout the movie. So shout out to our home state. Well, not our home state, but our current state that we live in. 
Um, but this one, this one didn't hit a lot of notes that I was hoping for with this one. Okay. Like the, the music wasn't as catchy as like the previous movies we had watched with music and I'm like White Christmas or it's not my style. Mm-hmm. I feel like a little bit the same way as Chantel. Um, I just felt like this, I don't know, It was. it's a movie that I won't remember the plot of in like a month type of movie. I felt like the relationship between the two girls was very toxic. Um, Bubbles was portrayed as this bad girl that like everyone hated, even though she went out and did what she could had to do to make herself a living and make herself a future. And all the girls hated her for it. Um, and Bubbles herself was definitely one of those girls that are like the jealous type that if someone is getting the attention and she's not, she starts acting out, kind of really childish. And I felt that Judy was very naive at some points until she completely just snaps and goes crazy and starts beating the shit out of Bubbles at the end where that just did a 180 of her personality. And I felt like the love interest was very, like, sleazeball-y, but they were all over him. And I just felt like for a book or this movie that was written by a woman, I was actually really surprised that it was written by a woman and directed by a woman because it felt more like a man's, like, viewpoint of how women's relationship is and how they, like, I don't know. I just it didn't feel like it was written by a woman. That's why I was very surprised, you know, with it being um written by one so for me personally like i didn't like the way that they made out bubbles to be like the villain and then at the end all of a sudden they're like all lovey-dovey after they got in a fight i don't think bubbles was the villain i think but they portrayed her as the villain everyone did not like her like everyone always talked about her yeah and, and the end of the movie what is what's her name? Judy goes out in the middle of the stage and berates pretty much the entire audience. Yeah, which was completely 180 of her whole personality in the whole movie. Like, not I felt really. like this movie was very, like, not I, cohesive because the whole entire movie, she's very docile. Anytime something bad happens, she's just like, oh, okay, like, all I this. Think, and then, I no, know. see, I think where I'm coming from is. I have Judy's personality and I can relate to her where you're seen as the docile mouse, but you refuse so much to stand up for yourself. All of a sudden you're crazy. See, I and guess I don't see you that way. So for me, I don't think it. That's like, how I don't I've think been, you're a docile like, person. I feel like you're a very I, headstrong I, woman. Like that doesn't have like that, like the, Oh, I'm like this quaint, poor girl and look at me oh woes me like that's not your personality at all no but I was very naive as a teenager well as a teenager but this is as yeah. like a, so I mean I, I don't know not like, much, for me, I don't think she's much older than a teenager to be honest and yeah she's she's naive but like <laughs> I don't know I guess I like the subtlety of where when Bubbles was telling the managers that oh no Judy's quitting and Julie Judy all of a sudden like grows a spine that says, no, I'm not quitting. Mm-hmm. I'm staying on. And you can, cl- you can start seeing the change with her. 
And yeah, but I think that was point. more because um, Bubbles was like taunting her about it oh, well, right yeah, before obviously. they came in. So I think she obviously, was more the like relationship wasn't exactly yeah. healthy. So that's why I just feel like I don't know. Like personally, I just did not like the. I don't know. I just didn't like the way that they were portrayed in it. <laughs> not, but then they also had a blackface in it too for like a second. I thought there. I was just like, whoa, okay, yeah. But it was the forties, yeah, so I was like, I mean, it was that's, the forties. That's <laughs> something that today yeah. would be cut out. Yeah, but so that was like an interesting little like tidbit of how people made movies back then too. So I don't know. Like, I felt like it was it was a good like. If you ever wanted to watch, you could watch it, but I don't know. I just did not like the story plot. But then I also have to take in consideration that it, it was the 40s, so women in the 40s definitely had a different mindset and obviously, like, we're obviously in the modern age where women have more of a a backbone and I just feel like this would not be a thing in this day and age, if that makes sense. See, what I find interesting is this movie is harked as being a feminist subversive comedy. So that's what I find interesting is it's considered a feminist movie. Hmm. Maybe because they were like showing off them being like in a burlesque show? No, it's because it's women doing what women have to do to earn a living. I wouldn't like, see this as a feminist. I felt like this was portraying them in a bad light, at least when I was watching it. They had, um, this movie kind of revived itself a little bit in the 60s and 70s during, like, the women's movement. hmm Too. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I just never saw it as a, a feminist movie. But Bubbles was a smart woman. $50,000 is about a million dollars in today's money. So she knew what she was doing. I was going to say $25 a week in today's money is about twelve to $1,300 a week. Yeah. So, so I can see why Judy stuck around as being the stooge. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No. But yeah. I hear a kitty. Yeah, Nala. I was like, why are you not paying attention to me? But yeah, so what do you guys want to jump into ratings then? Or if you guys have anything else yeah. to add? Yeah. Alright, you go first, Lena. I rate this movie as a six. I really I did like the movie. I thought it was clever and subtle. I definitely enjoyed the subtleties of that and I loved loved Lucille Ball as Bubbles. Mm-hmm. I thought she was clever. I thought she was hardworking. And I thought she w- did exactly what women for centuries have, do- have done in hard situations. And they have to figure out a way to take care of themselves. And I think, you know, as said in one of the, by one of the characters in the movie, that if Bubbles were to fall into a heap of dung, she would still find out some way to come out smelling like roses. And I have to admire her gumption, you know, for continually mm-hmm. going after the wrong man. And quite frankly, the whole thing with Jamie, I thought was stupid, but because he was clearly still in love with his wife. Yeah. But I admired, I really did admire Bubbles at the very end of 
when she realizes that she lost, she's like, oh, yeah, I know, you know, in a settlement of $50,000. <laughs> she knows when she's lost, but she still somehow wins. I love that. So I, I rate this as a six. Chantel? Yeah. I, I, like I said, this one wasn't my favorite. There was some good acting in it, but I'm giving this one a three out of ten. I felt like this one wasn't as memorable for me. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Really, mm-hmm. I'm going with a four. Um, I feel like the story needs to be revised a little. I don't know, like. I guess, like, how I got it was a little bit different than what Lena got out of it. I felt like they made Judy into, like, the this, like, pure girl that, like, he, she's, like, this beautiful person and, like, great personality. And then Bubbles comes in and, like, they made her look bad in some aspects. And I personally, like, when I was watching the movie, I liked Bubbles the whole entire time. And I didn't like it when they, like, made bad comments about her and all this stuff so like for me like I don't know wasn't like my movie um how like Chantel said so for me it would be like a four um but I feel like this could be a pretty good like modernized version if they like were to ever do it I feel like this would be a really good movie like if they did like Alita huh Alita's putting in her her rating (laughs) yes yeah 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 some gurgles. <laughs> she did watch this movie, actually. She did? She did. Really? She, she played through a good portion of it, but a little bit she did watch. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Fun facts? Yeah, give us some sure. fun facts. All right. So, in, I guess, connecting what you were just talking about with their hair color and the fact that this movie was in black and white. So, early in the movie... Hayward and O'Hara's characters seem um, instantly smitten with each other. But he quoted and he said, you have blue eyes. Then later on, though, he rejects her by also saying, I don't like girls with blue eyes. So immediately after he tiles off with Lucille's character, O'Hara's most famous and identifiable feature were actually her emerald green eyes and Lucille's eyes were blue. So, um, it's a good thing that the film was in black and white because that quote would have not worked out otherwise. Makes sense, yeah. Or they would have had to say, like, <laughs> I don't like green eyes. Um, so, Robert Wise was one of the um, editors of the film. And so, he actually went on to do Orson Welles' Citizen Kane 1941, which was one of the movies we watched in our e. maybe group. that's why I didn't like it because I hated Citizen Kane. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Citizen Kane. You, I think all of us very much disliked that Citizen movie. Kane. Yes, that's a drug. <laughs> What's funny is I'm reading a review of the movie too, mm-hmm. and um, it mentions kind of what you guys have pointed out. And also me in terms of, you know, when Judy addresses the audience, but she also reprimands essentially the audience 
you know, for condemning women to earn a living the way they can. Um, mm-hmm. But it also, this this person who's writing the reviews also says that, unfortunately, um, after the rousing scene, the entire importance of the moment is completely lost because then they start fighting over Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. Again. Yep. And it's like, you had this great moment and then you lost all momentum. And I can definitely see that. Yeah. Anyway. That's why I was confused when you said it was a feminist movie because I was like, what? It, it <laughs> has, it's considered progressive, like the beginnings of per- feminism in terms mm-hmm. of Hollywood. Because I guess it's the remember, 40s. It's the yeah, 40s. And I was going to say, you have to remember, Dorothy Arsner is literally the only female director at that time. And she was for something like a decade. Hmm. So in a way, she would have had to carry, cater to the audience even as much as she would have wanted, I'm sure, to reprimand them left, right, and center. But she was the only female director at, in the 1940s and I think into the 50s. Um of at Hollywood complete at all. Yeah, technically for this film, another fun fact was that Roy Del Ruth was actually originally signed to direct this movie, but he quit after having like creative differences with the producer Palmer, which is then when Dorothy Arzner was assigned the job to direct. Okay, so maybe not first pick for this one, but. That's how she came to be for this film. Um, Lucille Ball actually sang in this film. Usually she gets dubbed in other in her other musical movies. This one, she was at the actual singer for her role. Hmm. She had a good voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. so bad. yeah, they didn't they just chose not to use her for other musical films that she was in. Um but this is the movie where Lucille met her future husband, Desi, um, while she was shooting. So if you guys remember the kind of like the courtroom scene where she's yeah. like all beat up. Yeah. She's got like a, after the cat fight, she has like scratches and the black guy and band-aids and stuff like that. Um, so that was actually when she first met her future husband. He was in this movie? <laughs> and he was not, you know, he wasn't in this movie, but um he didn't fall for her though until he saw her again after she was no longer looking like she had, was beat up with makeup. Hmm. So he was he just like on the set? I don't. I I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. No, he was not an actor in this film. Okay. But those are my fun facts for this week. Okay. You want to go into we... classics then? All right. Is this film a classic or not based on the following criteria? Acting, music, dialogue, attention to historical details, costuming, and scenery, as well as did it have a cultural impact? Then, do you want to go first since this is your movie? I feel like this movie should be a classic because and had the potential to be a classic. But I don't think in the current way that it is, it would it is a classic. You know, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I think it definitely had that potential if you cleaned up the few things here and there. 
This was a movie that was on the 1001 movies to watch before you die, like list. But I agree with you, Lena. I think that there may have been aspects of this that could have became classic movie material. But I feel like I've mentioned this in our podcast today and Alyssa has as well. I felt like it was... There wasn't enough, as they say in the movie, there wasn't enough oomph. Yeah. (laughs) And I can definitely see where you guys are coming from in that aspect, because as much as I like, I love the story and how, like, it just flowed, for me, it flowed well, but I can definitely see where it lacked that bit of oomph to really make it stand out. And, you know, I would have loved to know why, if, whether she, Dorothy was made to hold back whether it was edited and held back because it definitely feels a little bit like you so mm. not a classic at least not for me Alyssa I feel like it's not a classic as well um I feel like now finding out it's supposed to be like somewhat of a feminist movie I feel like maybe if it was remade into like something today where we are allowed to be more vocal it could have been um uh, like a classic i definitely think that how um lena was saying like i feel like it was held back but you also have to think it's like the 40s too where women really didn't start like having voices until like what the 70s or even like right after world war ii even like they had a certain role and i definitely think that they weren't allowed to be as vocal Mm-hmm. as we are now about it um i.e like she made this big speech and then they ruined it by making them fight over a man i feel like if it was in this day and age they would have like it would have clicked and they would have been like you know what f this guy you know we don't need this mm-hmm. man in our lives and whether so. they stayed friends or not would have been, you know would be up in the air but they wouldn't be fighting over a man who was so clearly still in love with his wife. Exactly. Yeah. I felt like too, for me, for this movie, I, I know our, our movie theme of the month was girls night. So it was kind of like either like female oriented films or directed by a female. And I was looking for in this movie, I was hoping to see since this is an older movie that a woman directed I was hoping to see more of a difference with the female versus male lens of the movie. And for me, this felt, maybe that's why I was not, uh, I had higher expectations. I I felt like this one was going to show that difference in lens better. It felt like it was um, directed by a man and written by a man. I think it had moments of female, of the female eye, I, in terms of like I mentioned that jealousy scene it was mm-hmm. very subtle and it's I've seen that occur between women so many times and I felt like that was very clearly directed by a woman because I haven't seen that in especially in the older films I haven't seen something like that before usually it's a lot more obvious um, yeah, but then there were say, other I, I was gonna piggyback on that because I see what you're saying, Lena, about like maybe it was also too because it was in the 40s, right? Yeah, it was in yeah. the 40, early 40s. So like the, our view of like female versus male gaze is going to be different because women are a little more vocal now. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I just I feel I really do wonder partially because you can catch glimpses of um the female of like female clearly female writing female directing here and there in the movie and it makes me wonder how much of it may potentially have been edited out um recently too chris wanted to point out during the scene where the ballet teacher got hit with the Mm -hmm. unrealistic and that the dramatic death scene was overdone because cars full steel metal cars of that time period would not act that way and it would have been a lot messier yeah we (laughs) definitely were like okay (laughs) that was dramatic i think that's what chantal said because we watched the movie together she's like well that was dramatic yeah Yeah. that scene was a little ridiculous and he's like if she had been really hit with that kind of car she would have flown behind it and over the roof and it would have been a lot worse because they're full steel and I'm like (laughs) okay dear but he very very much wanted to point that out (laughs) yeah that scene seemed a little out of place it did it really did like I don't think that lady needed to die that was a weird like input I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know like why that scene was there, but you know, it was inspiring. <laughs> it was, it was inspiring a dramatic person. death scene that could have catapulted Judy to being a little more strong-willed until more than half instead of halfway through the movie she starts growing the backbone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. That took her a bit. So, not a classic, basically. But, no. If you want to watch it, watch it. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's bad, but I I don't think that it had it. It's no Citizen Kane. (laughs) (laughs) I think that thing is entirely up to interpretation. It is no Citizen Kane. It's more of a feel-good movie. Rainy afternoon sure, movie. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know what to classify as rainy afternoon movie. Yeah, could be a Seriously. rainy afternoon movie, I guess. Just don't watch if you want to go to sleep because I pa- almost passed out. I was so tired watching. We both almost passed out. I was like, oh my god, I must keep my eyes open. But no. <laughs> so I think next week is Chantal's pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, this one is directed by a woman. This one's called The Piano, and it is a 1993 film. I've I've heard stuff about The Piano, um, so it would definitely be interesting, because I've never watched it, but I've heard that it's supposed to be like a really good movie, so I guess we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, this one's film, or directed by Jane Campion. Cool. And... Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 86% audience score. Ooh, so not bad. I'm interested. So it's classified as a rated R drama. Yeah, there's going to be a sex scene. Um, the Apparently on the piano. Not on the piano, but like she plays the piano for him and then somehow it leads to sex. So be prepared. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe put Alita in the, in the other room for that one. <laughs> I don't think she's going to know what's going on. She hasn't a clue as to what's going on. <laughs> tell you. No, she's too busy eating her ball with the rattles in it. She's way too busy eating that. 
<laughs> oh, she figured out how to roll roll it on the ground now. So let's see if she'll actually crawl towards it. <laughs> well, all right. This then. is how exciting it is to be a mother. So exciting. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> but all right, then then I will see you guys tomorrow. All right. Well, not tomorrow. tomorrow. Next Sunday. Sorry. Next, next Sunday. Tomorrow. Say, I'm not saying anything. Right, around. <laughs> I'm very, very tired right now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Go see. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the episode. I just wanted to remind you guys that we post every Sunday. So I hope to see you guys next weekend. Thank you. Bye.